My name is Alan Roberts. I'm a best-selling weight loss author and weight loss coach. I've joined forces with the Ambrosia Collective to produce No Morbidity. It is the first of its kind, non-stimulant, non-thermogenic-based appetite suppressant made up of four patented ingredients at their clinically tested doses. We have put this together to help people gain control of their lifestyles, to gain people control of their habits in order so they can get to a healthy weight and remain there. We have a world to save. Go to AmbrosiaCollective.com or TigerFitness.com and get you no morbidity right now. At a price point of $39.99, this will pay for itself in food you save as well as save your future health. How's everybody doing? So that was our little video clip, our little... uh our little advertisement for no morbidity it will be back in stock here hopefully within this next week so those of you that missed out uh please do check it out and try it out uh, we have a world to save i really believe we are helping people uh the reviews are amazing and i, I personally use it myself best shape of my life uh about to go on some you know set some serious physical goals for myself this next year super 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 proud of it product two is on the way we've come up with a name hopefully release the name here shortly it is for blood sugar regulation, insulin sensitivity, um, helping with glycemic response in the body, those sorts of things. Clinically tested, human doses um, uh, for all the ingredients, patented ingredients. It's what we do. We have a world to save. Myself, Mark, uh, Sean Torbati, Mike Rashid, the Ambrosia Collective, my wife, uh, Katie, uh, Mark's wife. We, we we are dedicated to trying to help, help America get healthy So, and the world. So I wanted to come live today. Uh, and I'm going to start coming live a lot more often because I really think we need to start having serious, serious, serious conversations because the world is crazy. And what we're about to talk about today um, is, in fact, the world being completely fucking crazy. Uh, I uh, follow a lot of people and I do check out obesity um, uh, related posts on just about every social media platform because I know that while many people do not like to hear this, the entirety of pretty much what we do is to help in the struggle against the obesity pandemic, and it's, it's become a pandemic. In America, there is nothing more damaging to our society than obesity. Uh, it hurts the, our economy, it hurts people, it hurts uh, you know, families, it hurts our healthcare system. It's a massive burden upon, uh, upon our, our, our society in general. So I know many people do not like to hear about it all the time. I don't care. I'm just going to try to help people. I'm a best-selling weight loss author. This is what I do, right? Um, and I just wanted to point out when people say it's you know think it's not that big of a deal, I'm going to start doing like this uh, a series like this where once a week I go once once or more a week I'm going to go uh, to the comments section of a post on social media about no morbidity or about um, about obesity. And today is Sarah Gonzalez. Sarah Gonzalez hosts uh, uh, multiple, multiple, multiple shows on YouTube for Blaze TV. Um, and this is her account on uh, this is her account on Twitter, uh, Sarah Gonzalez. And you can follow her. She hosts, hosts News and Why It Matters on Blaze TV. She's the CEO of American Beauty and she's a whiskey drinker and she calls herself a spicy bitch. So um, she posted earlier today. Uh, or yesterday, like in the evening, that obesity is unhealthy and shouldn't be glorified. I don't understand. Like, this this is controversy. Like, a factual, real statement all of a sudden gets the comments that we're about to see. And the comments are totally delusional. 
Like I, 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 some of them are obviously in agreement, you know, which is awesome. But some of these people are totally, completely delusional, victim-seeking fools. And we've got to get past this, like, as a society. I don't want you to go out and abjectly, overtly be mean to anybody. I don't, I don't, I don't like, I don't, I personally don't care if people think I'm mean. That That's a them problem. I, I, I sleep super well at night knowing that I've helped thousands of people get healthy. Uh, and I'm the, I'm, I literally get messages fairly much every day that I'm the reason that people can play with their kids and not have to worry about having heart attacks and all sorts of stuff. So I'm good. You can think I'm mean all I want, all you want. I mean, I, I don't care. Um, I've had full on like like documentaries made about how people tried to troll me offline. About And this is no joke, you know, check out the dark side of fat acceptance. It's no joke, you know. This has got, we've got to reach a stage of society where we just start calling this stupid shit for what it is. I, I hate to, I hate to be the bearer and you predictably the bearer of bad news. But if you are fat, you are unhealthy and it should not be glorified. You are not healthy. Gravity exists. If you are 300 pounds, you are not healthy. I don't care what your metabolic tests say. I don't care if you have no other, uh, if you have no other uh, issues or problems. If you, in fact, and I'm going to say this for if you, in fact, are morbidly obese, you are not healthy. The, in the real world, the place where you are going to be forced to live after this whole ridiculousness of you lying like openly about yourself is still going to be here. Gravity is pulling on you. You eating ho-hos and donuts every single day. You eating fried cake for breakfast every single day. That's going to lead to pain and illness. And I'm so like, we, we, we need to start talking like you're going to see why we need to start talking to people like their children, like literally like their children. Um, people hate when uh, thank you for the tip and people hate when uh, when the truth doesn't fit their narrative. Exactly. But some people we need to start talking anybody in deni- anybody that is still in denial of obesity, being unhealthy and that it shouldn't be glorified. We should speak to them like they are toddlers, toddlers that need to be taught a lesson. It is not about shaming, but they should be ashamed. I'm just going to say that. The only reason why people get upset and they say you're shaming them is because they already feel ashamed. That, that, is, that is the only reason. That, that is the only absolute reason. So... We are going to go to her comment section and we are going to discuss some of these ridiculous things. Um, So here she is. Obesity is unhealthy and shouldn't be glorified. Uh, This is Mary Grace Keller. Mary Grace Keller uh, states that, but also those of us who are really struggling keeping our weight under control and have been on diets every day of our lives shouldn't be shamed or made to feel ugly and less than human. I already feel that way. Again, as I said, they already feel that way. I already feel that way without the comments y'all make about fat people on the podcast. It's so reality makes you feel bad about your reality. Don't watch the podcast. I mean, like, I'm sorry, but like, uh, go, go for a walk instead. And I've, you're already struggling to keep your weight under control. 
So that should like, I'm sorry, but giving, should we give up on you? Should, should we treat you like an alcoholic that we just let themselves drink themselves to death? This is ridiculous. I mean, the, uh, you probably think the hormonal disorders of, uh, oh, here's another one. You probably think that hormonal disorders and food addiction don't exist, but they do. Yes, they absolutely do. Guess what that means? You need to try harder. Sucks for you. It just does. I mean, uh, and this person actually puts it pretty, pretty well correctly. Hormonal disorders come from food addictions to a certain degree. There are people that do have other hormonal disorders, um, but food addictions is, a, is, a weak, uh, is an excuse for weakness. I'm not saying that food addiction, addictions and eating disorders do not exist. I have an eating disorder. Personally, I deal with it and struggle with it every single day. I'm a binge eater. But as a newsflash for you, this is like saying alcoholism exists. Let these people drink themselves to death. Society would not accept that. Society would not accept a rash of people just drinking themselves into a stupor every single night to the point where not where alcoholic fatty liver disease uh, and cirrhosis of the liver was you know, leading to the massive bulk of the uh, of the burden on our healthcare system. This is not I, I mean sympathy is is needs to be out the window this person obviously feels bad i already feel that way without the comments y'all make about fat people on the podcast so you know it's bad fix it do something or accept it but one or the other you got to do it um while we're on the subject can heavier women stop skinny shaming their thin friends too i've personally never been told someone uh, someone they need to diet and or even applied it, but I've also lost count of the number of times I've been told I'm too thin right up my face. I, I can understand that. I get that I get that fairly often. Um 90% of diets fail. It is that it, it, it is that hard. <laughs> um and here's Raven, by the way. Boom, what's up? Um it, it is it is so if 90 95% of diets fail, we, we shouldn't just try, we should make it 100 percent We shouldn't try them at all. I mean, so 5% actually, actually work. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm sorry, but, uh, that is ridiculous. First of all, that means try 20 diets and guess what? One will work for you because you know, that's one will work out of nine, out of 20. If 95% fail, one will work. Try 20 diets. I'm not even saying that. I actually think it's a little higher than that. I think all diets fail. Every single diet that anybody can be on fails if the person fails to then make it a permanent lifestyle change. That's the problem. These people want to blame a diet or blame something else when, in fact, it is on them. That, that's, that's the actual crux of the issue. Ridiculous. It's definitely a hard battle. Uh, the difference is that there are some who are who are literally obese and think it is a good thing. We all have some weight to lose. No, we don't. We don't all have some weight to lose. Um, it's it's a good thing, uh, sure. But the morbidly obese that, and that try and say they are perfect and beautiful are just lying to everyone themselves. I agree with that completely. Then uh, this is just this one person's uh, statement. Let's see. Oh, here was here's a good one. Now talk policy. Will you push for Medicare, Medicaid? This is a large count, apparently. Now talk policy. We push for Medicare, Medicaid to cover semaglutide, semaglutide. Semaglutide. I can't ever say it right. I don't know why. And bariatric surgery. Will you push for publicly owned grocers in impoverished areas, public owned gyms? Will you push for a sugar tax, a soda tax? Either step up and stop pretending you care. Okay. Um, here's how we're going to approach this shit. First of all, why should Medicare and Medicaid, why should everybody pay for the uh, life choices of another? Medicare and Medicaid is tax-driven payer for 
weight lo- for weight loss drugs and surgery? I think not. If you eat yourself or drink yourself into a chronic lifestyle-driven illness, I'm all for it being 100% on that person. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for, uh, and I hate to say that, I've, I've changed my thought process on that. I am, I am all for uh, Medicare and Medicaid for all to cover preventative uh, st- style things. But once, if you choose to allow your lifestyle to progress to the point where you literally um, need it to the point where you need to go on a very dangerous, very, 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 very expensive pharmaceutical that has a black box warning on it for thyroid tumors, which is uh, uh, semaglutide. Black box warning, plus massive other, uh, in, I mean, massive, massive, massive other side effects, yet alone the fact that it shows massive weight regain, it's its its results are very weak, um, very 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 weak. And this is Wegovy and Ozempic and all those. The results are normally uh, the bragging results for Ozempic is twenty percent of the person's body mass is gone in seventy two weeks, and then the start of regain happens. Twenty um, percent is not a lot. I mean, it's just it's not. It's just not a lot uh, in seventy two weeks, uh, especially when you consider. Uh, $1,300 a month, $1,300 a month. Uh, we, I don't understand why all of society should pay uh, through Medicare and Medicaid for weight loss drugs for people's lifestyle choices. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. I'm not for that at all whatsoever. Um, will you push for publicly owned grocers in impoverished areas? Can we please stop, you know, literally using poor people as a totem as if the vast majority of the population being fat as fuck is a problem from poverty. I mean, to in any way possibly think that obesity, which is the overconsumption of goods, is about poverty is ridiculous. If it, and I say this almost daily, it seems like anymore, because people are stupid. But if you are eating X amount of calories that are keeping you obese of super cheap food, eat half of that. We're not happy. Eat less of it because then somebody will be like, oh my God, half is going to be this. Eat less of that super cheap food and you will lose weight. It'll save money on future healthcare expenditures anyway. You can afford to eat less. Anybody can afford to fucking eat less. It's because you want the food. Now, I know that a lot of the foods, the cheap uh, processed, uh, ultra processed foods that people are eating make you want to eat more of them. You just have to be better at saying no to yourself. And most poor people, actual poor people, impoverished to the point where they literally cannot afford food, would love to be in your position. It is, there's no more privileged person on the planet than the American obese person, especially when they get to claim that they are obese because of poverty, when in fact they are eating so many calories that it makes them obese. That is ridiculous. Public owned grocers, I'm a big, actually like let's grow food, not lawns. Everybody should have some sort of food, a perennial garden growing in their lawn, growing at their house. Um, or we, we can have public public uh, farms, everything like that, but publicly owned grocers in impoverished areas, publicly owned gyms. You don't need a gym. Go for a walk. You don't need a gym. Go for a walk. Stop. You know, this, I mean, the, the, the messed up portion that all of the people, all of the constantly look for, you do not need a gym. You do not, and you do not need, you do not need, like you can eat less. If you are fat, you can eat less. It is ridiculous. This is amazing, by the way. 
Uh, I started my second bottle of no morbidity uh, just the other day, and I'm officially down 13 pounds. Out freaking standing. Good for you. So uh, she's saying go outside. Many American cities are not walkable. Do push-ups inside. Eat less. It's the food. It's what you're eating. It is the massive amount of quantities, more than you need, a massive amount of calories, more than you need for what your caloric expenditure is. Eat less food. I don't understand. You people sound ridiculous. This person, whoever this person is, uh, I make socialist and progressive videos. You are stupid as fuck. Uh, I, I'm just saying that. You are a moron. I mean, uh, I don't understand why you think other people should pay for the lifestyle illnesses of others. That's, to me, we, we need to move past that. If you eat yourself into a stupor, you can afford out of pocket all the medications. It shouldn't, infect, it shouldn't affect anybody else's shared health care cost. It shouldn't raise anybody else's insurance rates. It shouldn't be paid for by Medicare, Medicaid, or even MedD. Fuck that. You did this to yourself. You can afford to get out of it. If you can't, you, you put yourself in a bad spot. I mean, self-accountability and responsibility is an actual thing. It should be. People that aren't holding themselves accountable for their lifestyle-driven uh, lifestyle-driven chronic illnesses, people that aren't that aren't holding themselves responsible for their own lifestyle choices that are leading to obesity, them being less responsible is not going to help. It's not going to help them. As, as a best-selling weight loss author, I can tell you that's not going to help them. As somebody that has coached thousands of people by this time, that is not going to help them. Less responsibility will not help a fat person. It just will not. You sound stupid. You sound ridiculous. Will you push for a sugar tax or a soda or a soda tax? How about we push for education for people to realize that that stuff is not healthy for you? So do you want people to pay more or do you want do you want them to get free stuff? Like in the same thing we have, will you push for Medicare, Medicaid to cover the outcomes? So we want to cover the outcomes of something that we are now going to charge them more for. That's stupid. That's stupid. I would all be all for, by the way, my, my solution would be for the government to stop subsidizing the ultra processed carbohydrate and sugar industries and take those subsidies instead and give them to locally owned farmers uh, that produce uh, organic non pesticide laden crops. That's what I would do. That's that's my thought process if I were in charge of this. But I'm not going to be ever because people do not like the, the truth, it seems. Um, let's see. What happened to personal responsibility? I believe it. Uh, tap water is also poisonous. I believe that too. I mean, you, you, that we filter all of our stuff. So uh, you forgot conservatives don't believe in the ability of government to do good. I wonder what believes state power should be used for then. I mean, what are you talking about? Why should why should government be involved in your health care, especially your actual lifestyle driven health care? I mean, if, if we want to talk about the government like, hey, you're in a bad car accident, government should help you out. That's one thing. But you are going to glutton yourself. You are going to eat at such a high rate of speed, so many calories that you, in fact, are impoverishing and unburdening the rest of society. Why should why should everybody have to you know, pony up for this? Why, why should accommodation be made for people that are eating themselves into ill health? I'm, I'm, I'm misunderstanding this. And as somebody just said, I have no faith in the government. I have no faith in the government. I, I, to, the government should not be involved in our health care. They do. Uh, here's here's a little here's a little something for you. And I know that people don't like to hear this, but I just want I want to I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out real quick. Um, you know, in society, and we're gonna go back to that. But in society right now, 
we have literally gone through the ringer for the last couple years, right? Literally done, you know, damage to society in many, many, many ways. I just wanted to run through some statistics with you, and then we can get back to other, get back to our scheduling, our scheduled programming here. But an estimated 820 to 1,095 Americans died yesterday of obesity, according to statistics. Statistics from 2018. I would imagine that that has gotten a lot worse. Also, according to statistics, uh, 1,500, or excuse me, 680 to 1,205 people yesterday died of medical error, of the healthcare industry making an error, and it killed them. Do we, you understand this, right? So between obesity and medical error, 1,500 to 2,300 people died yesterday. Now, instead of you know, us doing something about the first and trying to look out for the second, the less we have to engage the medical industry, the less possibility there is for error. It would save lives upon lives upon lives. If we would actually look at obesity as an actual burden upon our society, as it absolutely 100% is a massive burden. If you are fat as fuck, you are a burden on society, period. If we would look at it this way, but uh, and, and do something about it, it'll be one thing. But instead, in the last two and a half years, we had uh, a bad cold that was predominantly very, very hard on elderly people and obese people sold to you by the people that were responsible for the medical errors. Uh, so we have, in fact, tried to rewrite all of society for a bad cold that is hard on obese people, that makes it so that people need to be in the healthcare system more. But also, we are sold this from the healthcare system, the people that are responsible for fifteen hundred, for six hundred eighty to twelve hundred and five deaths a day through medical error. So, pardon me if I don't think we should be giving the medical industry more license to just you know prescribe, especially very seriously harsh chemicals such as smeglitude, uh, smeglitide, smeglit, whatever, uh, Ozempic or Wegovy. Um, we shouldn't be just giving them blank checks to write for every single fat person, seeing as how almost everybody is fucking fat now. I mean, it's just insanity to me. Uh, it's in no way do I think that this is going to help society at all whatsoever. Um, so, Mr. Uh, SDL, um, you're, uh, uh, I, I, I will step up and say people need to take personal responsibility for their own weight and their own lifestyle-driven illnesses, their own lifestyle-driven uh, problems, uh, and they can own it. They can have personal ownership in their own problems. If you eat yourself into a medical emergency, guess what? Be prepared to pay for said medical emergency because your choices have gotten you there. You are not a victim. If you, The only person that has victimized you is, in fact, you. you, you it's, obesity does not like you don't eat a, you don't accidentally eat a piece of pizza and poof you're 300 pounds the next day you eat many pieces of pizza it's ridiculous so uh now we're going to go down here um mm -mm -mm. Vanity is so unhealthy so is believing you're hotter than you actually are in reality everyone has their unhealthy vices uh, that they try to pretend are unhealthy uh, or that they're probably, probably the uh, obesity don't have uh, that market cornered. No, they don't, but they do impact. You know, if, if somebody thinks they're hot and they're ugly by your personal opinion, that doesn't impact you at all. Um, if somebody thinks they're healthy in their own personal opinion, but they're fat, 
uh, that impacts the healthcare system that we all share in. There's a big difference, huge difference. Um, let's see. Just wait until Obesity Pride Month. Will they get their own flag? It is happening. I can almost guarantee you there will be a, there will be a pro-obesity month or pro-obesity week or pro-obesity day, something like that. There's already body positive days. Uh, it's kind of crazy. True, but you're going to have the have policies or, or policies or what? Or is it just opinion? No policies. Why do we have policies? How about the policy of personal responsibility and you pay for your own fucking choices? How about that one? What the hell? Like, how, you know, I, I don't I don't get it. Like, and I speaking as a formerly fat person here. Like, I mean, seriously, fat person here. I don't understand it. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't I don't get it. Like, I took responsibility for myself. I, I eat, I save money. I definitely save money. My, uh, no Morbidity helps me, our, our product helps me save money because I eat so much less that I'm able to, man, I, I actually have to remind myself to eat. I literally just upgraded. We upgraded all of our, all of our meats to better quality meats because we were saving money. So instead of, since we still had the money in the budget, instead of saving that money, what we did is we bought higher quality meats, higher quality food, higher quality nutrition. Because if I'm going to spend X amount of money and I don't need X amount of calories, I'll spend the same amount of money on higher quality, more nutritious food. It's reality. You know, There's, there, there doesn't need to be policies. How about personal responsibility? How about that as a policy? Loser. Big fan of yours, but some people don't have a choice. Obesity is 100% of the time a choice. That being said, I do think that Democrats glorify obesity, and it's kind of sickening. It is almost like they hate thin people, especially models. Imagine being hated for being beautiful. Obesity is 100% of the time a choice. I'm not talking about 10, over, 10 extra pounds. If you are morbidly obese, you are choosing to be morbidly obese. Anybody can eat less. Nobody cannot starve. Nobody, not one person cannot starve. Nobody cannot lose weight. Nobody, not one person cannot lose weight. Nobody, nobody. If, if, if Even if you weren't in charge of your own food, if you got fed through a tube, they could actually feed you less through a tube and you would lose weight, period. This is, this is, this is the problem. Thinking that people don't have a choice of what they put in their fucking mouth and how much they move their body. Some people do not have a choice of what they put in their body. And yes, for some people, it is harder. Some people do have a slower metabolism. Some people do uh, have problems with their, with, with their metabolism or are on medications or are on this or are on that or are on this or on that. You know what that means? That means they just need to try harder. It is not an excuse for them just to give up. They still have a choice. It's just a harder one to make. Sucks for them. It really is. So what do we, what do we say to an alcoholic? Oh, it's harder for them to avoid alcohol. But so th they just don't need to avoid alcohol? What, what do we say to a person that has uh, that has a learning disability? You just can just be stupid. Don't try. You know, whatever. That's ridiculous. That's in. That's ridiculous. You are a weak person, dude. Richard. Richard, bunch of numbers. So sad. That's weakness. That is absolute absolute weakness. Um. I cannot believe we're going through the opposite of the 80s and 90s with the heroin chic. It's, do you know that a lot of, like, like Vogue magazine has policy and rule that they, that about putting anorexic people on their covers? Like, they will not put anorexic people on their covers. They will stop these people from working. Say, like, if somebody is just super thin, 
they have actual policy that won't let them be on their covers. France has has laws about bottles being on about thin bottles being on covers. France has laws about it. No, but you can be as fat as you want. So uh, no, it shouldn't. But if you're not a patient, you're not make you're not making the money. That's a good point. Good point. Good point. Bring back fat shaming. It was very effective. I don't think it, I don't think we need to actually like point at somebody and laugh at them. We should be like, man, you are fat. We how can we help you? You know, can, you know, can I help you learn how to eat in a way that is going to control your hunger more so you don't snack? Can I help you with some basic tips? Like you should take try to take in an ounce of fluid per pound of your body mass. Oh, you're 350 pounds. So it's 350 ounces of water. And you think that's too much. Are you worried it's going to ruin your appetite? I mean, like it, it's the, these things we should help these people. The thing is, I don't think we should bring back like laughing in people's faces about it. I do think we should bring back v being very direct about it. We absolutely should be very, very direct about it. It's not like it's not about taking a victory lap about how you're fat. I'm not. I've been fat. It's not about that. It shouldn't be about that for society. It really shouldn't. It should be about, hey, you're fat. You're using our resources. And by the way, you're pressuring our healthcare system to the fucking brim. And they use that as an excuse to close all of society down about two years ago. Oh, and by the way, just for your sake, so you can see your grandchildren, maybe we can unfatten you. Maybe you can try out this product to help you out. My name is Alan Roberts. I'm a best-selling weight loss author and weight loss coach. I've joined forces with the Ambrosia Collective to produce No Morbidity. It is the first of its kind, non-stimulant, non-thermogenic-based appetite suppressant made up of four patented ingredients at their clinically tested doses. We have put this together to help people gain control of their lifestyles, to gain people control of their habits in order so they can get to a healthy weight and remain there. We have a world to save. Go to AmbrosiaCollective.com or TigerFitness.com and get you no morbidity right now. At a price point of $39.99, this will pay for itself in food you save, as well as save your future health. And I'm back. That was our little that was our little advertisement. I'm very proud of it. Um, let's say we need to be uh, bring back the function of shame. I agree. The function of shame is very needs to come back. I really do. I, I hate to say it, but I really do. And if you tell MD otherwise, it's time for you to get a new MD. What? Yeah, if your MD tells you that that, that it's un, not unhealthy, <laughs> your ad looks like it's from 20 years ago. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Bring back, I, I, I will call it old school. Thank you. Um, grasp, gasp and horror, same with Botox. Uh, here we go. There should be a big girl show on TV that won an, an award. There was a big girl show. They were talking about Lizzo's show. Uh, obesity is being glorified. It really is. It's patheticness. It's patheticness. I agree. Obesity is not good, but your image is wrong. There is only 15% difference in density between fat and muscle from your imaging. There's 300. Oh, okay. They're, they're, they're looking at this. Okay. Mm. Me in the comments waiting for obese people, obese, obesity loving people to respond. It's a, it's a smidge bit insane that this isn't just basic factual statement. It, it it really is, but unfortunately, I mean, it is reality. It really is. Shame is your conscience telling you did something did something wrong. Exactly, a hundred percent. Good for this woman. I'm obese, and I usually distance myself away from people who glorify obesity. It's toxic. Good for you. Good for you. Okay, fatty. Oh, that's funny. Woo, that's funny. 
All right, so we're about 31 minutes in. I'm going to do some uh, Q&A. Shouldn't be demonized either. I have done CPR on runners, bodybuilders, cycling. Sure you have, buddy. Uh, Sure you have. Uh, And I'm sure he probably has, but but when it's your time, bye-bye. Obese people fill the hospitals, bro. I mean, like literally, uh, when people say stuff like this, uh, everybody dies. Everybody does die. Um, I love how he doesn't put when he did CPR on these people, but the vast majority of our healthcare burden in America is from lifestyle-driven chronic illness. The vast majority, like $2.8 trillion a year, like 1.3 million lives lost a year. Like, as I told you about the statistics earlier, like it is literally 820 people to 1,205 people or excuse me, 820 people to 1,095 people a day die from obesity, according to 2018 statistics, and 680 to 1,205 people die from medical error. I mean, it's just reality. It's just, I mean, th- these are just statistics. If you take the low end spectrum, 1,500 people died yesterday from between obesity and medical error. 1,500 people yesterday. That's been every day for the last 10 fucking years. I mean, we, we act like the, a bad cold is something we should close society down for. But let's be real. That is not the case. That is not reality. That, that is not what's happening. We're going to check out some of the uh, quoted tweets and we'll go from there. Uh, how dare you say something factual but hurtful to two thirds of America? Two and, th- I'm, I'm two and three Americans. Oh, in a minute, I'm going to need a cinnamon roll to pump me up. That's funny. I lost seven pounds the last 30 days. Great fucking job, dude. Great job, Harry. My name is Harry. Good for you, buddy. I'm like Twiggy compared to uh, SA, but uh, extra weight I can put uh, puts me at risk of diabetes. I contribute to my husband's. Exactly. All right, so let's do some Q&A. And I'm going to wrap it up decently early. Um, to, to, uh, times have changed. Fat wasn't something people glorified. They do now. They really do now. They act like, they act, they act like it's some sort of something to be proud of. It's patheticness. No question. Just wanted to say I've been in no mobility going on four months and it's going great. Recently added Ember. I have zero hunger. That is amazing. (laughs) Things made more sense 20 years ago. Absolutely. Absolutely. They did. A hundred percent. It was much easier to determine what was going on and who people were, especially because like this whole political correctness thing wasn't a reality. People actually said what was on their mind. I'd much prefer people say what's on their mind to me. Uh, A hundred percent. say what's on their mind. So I'm going to do this, uh, and like I said, ask your questions, but I'm going to, I'm going to uh, wrap up, you know, I'll answer some questions, wrap up. I'm going to do this once or twice a week where I go into the comment sections of stuff I just find ridiculous. Might even be other people's YouTube videos, uh, might be uh, on Twitter, might be on Instagram, something like that. But I'm going to start, we're going to start addressing, because it's one thing what people say, the reaction is actually the problem. Like what we're seeing is, you know, People can have their ridiculousness. They can say stupid stuff online and they can make videos or they can make posts or they can do this. But the reaction is what we need to look for, because that's the actual populace speaking. So that, that's why it's important that we uh, that we look to these things, in my opinion, of course. Um, give me a second. Okay, let's see here. 70% of cancers are lifestyle choices. 90% of type 2 diabetes, 80% of all cardiovascular disease, 70% of all cases of cancers, 70% of all strokes are all lifestyle driven. Lifestyle choice driven. That's 
I mean, do we not do we not want to help people? I mean, this is this is where I'm at. Do we actually not want to help people? Because it's unfortunate, but the truth is going to need to be said if we're going to actually help people. If we're actually going to try to save people's lives, we've got to. I mean, because what's what's been happening is not working. People are just getting fatter. Look around you. People are just getting fatter. Whatever this niceness, this political correct bullshit that people are trying to push out here, that is not working. Okay, people are not getting healthier. Us being nicer to them is not helping them out. They are eating themselves more and more and more prevalently, quickly and at higher numbers into obesity. The more you accept an unhealthy behavior, the more it is normalized in society, the more it is going to happen. It is already massively easy to get your hands on a lot of calories of ultra processed foods that are already not good for you just to begin with. They're already highly inflammatory. We cannot just keep pretending that obesity is anything but a death toll for a person. It is a massive burden on our society. It is a massive burden to the person, their families. It is contagious in social circles and through influence. It has been scientifically studied that if somebody is in your circle and they eat like shit, it's harder for you to eat well. It is just how it is. When people view content of people gorging themselves on food they get hungry for the food and if this if people didn't actually think that way if this wasn't the truth then advertisers would not pay for commercials for their food showing you how delicious their food looks with people eating it do you understand this like to pretend it's not true is in fact ridiculous to pretend that obesity is not contagious through action and and through trying to trying to get people to eat certain things it is, in fact, ridiculous. I mean, to say that, you know, like, if it, if it wasn't the case, they wouldn't put tons of fast food ads on mukbang videos. You, Lizza wouldn't be sponsored by fucking Instacart. You know, I mean, like, let's, let's be real. The fat woman, famous for being fat, would not be sponsored by Instacart if she didn't show herself shoving food in her face all the goddamn time. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I'm studying to be a to be a uh, I'm studying I'm studying to train as a registered dietitian to specialize in obesity and diabetes. People need educated. Thank you very much. Evil can be disguised as niceness. Absolutely is. When is no morbidity going to uh, going to be available? I lost 45 pounds in two months just by changing my diet. Uh, I would love the extra help. It probably sometime later this week, if not a week from Tuesday, it will be back back for sale. So I will let you know. Uh, Kelly Maddock, I agree. So any last questions, people? Any last questions? Because I'm about to hop off here and enjoy the rest of my day with my beautiful wife. Um, just so everybody knows, toxic, uh, toxic Beauty, you can look it up on Instagram, or excuse me, you can look it up on Tubi. Toxic Beauty is the, uh, is the um, uh, whatchamacallit, it's the uh, video we are going to be discussing. As a matter of fact, I'm going to give everybody the link to the video um, that is going to, we are going to be discussing this on Monday at one. So you can go, you can sign up and get a reminder. It is right here. Toxic beauty discussion. And you guys can go, uh, make sure you get notified on that. That'll be 1 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, since we don't have any other questions, I just wanted to, you know, we're going to start doing this a little bit more often. I'll probably be live at some point in time tomorrow. I'm not sure. Hope everybody has a great day. God damn.